Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now. Now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and hey, Meve, plus you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. It's another episode of Why Won't You Date Me? You better believe it is a podcast where me, Nicole Byer, tries to figure out how I'm still single. Even though if you date me, you can keep a jar of your baby teeth on the bedside table and I won't be... (laughs) I won't be upset about it. Just slightly weirded out and I'll never mention my feelings. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) That one was dumb. (laughs) They're getting dumber and dumber. My guest today has a podcast called Let's Go, Let's Go. Did I say that right? You did. You're amazing. And then also you have a live show called Let's Go, Let's Go. That's right. And then your whole name is Otsko. Okatsuka. No. Okatsuka. Oh, boy. I'm so sorry. I butcher names constantly. Uh, Don't be sorry. The no. last, the last part gaslights everybody. Everybody falls apart. No, it I should makes, be. I feel like your name probably gets mis- mispronounced all the time. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but you know, I, that's, that's 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 it's fine. The last name in so many letters, it looks like my name backwards. <laughs> it's really trippy. You know what I mean? My dad yes. just named me that way, and then just did not want me to make any friends. But it's, a, <laughs> it's such a pretty name. Um, you weren't, were you born here? Or I, was, you? I was born in Taiwan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is, the, so it's a Taiwanese name? It's a Japanese name. Oh. See, it's so much, it's so trippy. Like I should have just gone by Stacy, but like, you know, these explanations <laughs> <laughs> are a part of, you know, my beginning friendships with everybody. Mm. Yeah. 
I yeah. see, I see. Yeah. Uh, my name's just real boring. Nicole. Yuck. Love Nicole. It's, it's very boring. I was almost Aquila or Priscilla. And then what happened? My dad intervened and was like, no. Let's make her life easy or? I don't, I think he was just like, better name is Nicole. But I really like Priscilla or Aquila. I really wish Me I was too. Aquila Buyer. And then yeah. my very quiet sister was like, Priscilla. Aquila, Priscilla, middle name, Buyer. See, oh, if my whole name was Aquila Priscilla, I'd be so excited. You'd be, a, yeah, you would be a queen. <sighs> I guess I just have to have my own kids and name them whatever I want. JK, I don't want a kid. Uh, yeah, no, you don't. Me neither, actually. That's something I recently, Yuck. I recently like said out loud. Ah. You put it into the universe and so it doesn't happen. It's almost like you have to come out of the closet to be like, I don't want a child as a woman. Because everyone's agree. like, surely, <laughs> surely you'll hit 35 and you'll just need a baby inside of you. Yeah, they talk about that clock inside, that mm -hmm. internal clock. I've never felt it and you haven't, huh? Um... I've never felt like some women will be like, I need a baby inside of me. Right. Uh, so I'll see a baby and be like, I need that baby near me. Near. And then I'll <laughs> hold the baby, smell the baby, cuddle with that baby, and then hand it right back. And it's good. Like, yeah. I'm good for a couple months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unlike dogs, which I'm like, oh, I'm good for just 10 minutes. And then mm -hmm. I wouldn't mind another dog near me. Um, Babies, you know, it's. I just had a lot of weird experiences with babies. Oh, like what? They Did just, a baby insult you? Yeah, I would call it an insult. <laughs> have you Have you ever had a baby just cry at the side of your face? Oh yeah, yeah. So that's an insult because mm -hmm. that's painful. You didn't even. I didn't even say anything yet. Mm -hmm. You don't even know me. My right? friend Kara's baby. We were at a party, and. I truly was like, hold my white claw. Let me hold your baby. So I was holding her baby who was already crying because the baby was out in the heat at a party with a bunch of drunk comedians. It was like, I don't belong here. Yeah. If I cry, you'll take me to where I belong in a crib. Uh, so I was like holding the baby and I was like, I'll put your baby to sleep. And Kara was truly a trooper. It was like, you oh, won't. Kara's baby. Yeah, yeah Kara Clank. Mm -hmm, she was mm -hmm. like, you won't. But I will let you hold the baby for a second. I was like, why are you crying at me? <laughs> and then she finally I was like, I need to take my baby back and leave. And I was like, yes, fair. Yeah, yeah that baby cried at the sight of me. Yeah, see, it hurts. It hurts. It's like, because mm -hmm. I know they don't know anything, but I feel like they know a lot, too. I put it. I put oh, them wow. on a pedestal, you know? Uh-huh. Everyone tiptoes around babies. Like, uh -huh. you got to be quiet. The baby's sleeping. Oh, don't make too much noise. It'll cry. You know, it's like God. Uh-huh. Right? We treat them like gods. We do treat them like little gods. Uh, but also... They're little demons, like when they're fucking screaming. Yeah. When I was a nanny, I had to sleep train this little kid. Uh, <laughs> which And sleep training literally is you put the baby down for a nap, close uh -huh. the door, and let it scream itself to sleep. Oh, yeah, yeah. I couldn't do it. I had heard about I hope that. his mom doesn't listen to the podcast. I would always tell her that I was doing it real good. But <laughs> he would start screaming, and I'd open the door and be like, Hello, um, I'm still here, so you don't have to cry. And then he would stop crying, I'd close the door, he'd cry again, I'd be like, I'm still here. <laughs> so then I would like sit in the crack of the door oh. until he went to sleep just so he knew I was there. And yeah. I was like, I just, I can't pick you up. Right. I, I can't, because if I do that, and, and then you it's won't be good for your parents. And That's right. I don't You'll know turn if they have a, a secret camera here. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah, I had heard about that, actually. It's mm -hmm. training them, but like you have to suffer, and they have to suffer yes. for a while. But you just couldn't. You couldn't bear the sight of no. the baby suffering? Uh, no. Yeah, because you're a sweetie pie. Well, I was just like, 
you you don't want to be al- I don't want to be alone sometimes. <laughs> I get it. You're new to this world. Yeah, you're in a literal cage. That's what a crib is. A cage, <laughs> uh, just with no lid. We create babies, and we don't say that. That's <laughs> you know true. How you like create a dog. You create yeah. a baby. Go in here. You yeah. go in here, and we just don't put a little top on it. I just <laughs> felt so bad. Yeah. Are yeah. you? You're married. Yes, I am married. You have I'm a very married. handsome husband. I see it on Instagram. Oh my! I gosh. love how I asked, even though I fully knew you were married. No, that's very. Thank you. Thank you for asking. Yes, mm-hmm. I am. Yeah. How <laughs> did you meet your husband? I met him through a shoot, very LA <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, film shoot. I was actually producing, and he was acting in it. Oh. The movie never came out, but the director, <laughs> but the director's out now. <laughs> actually, oh, okay. yeah. All right. So there's that. Yeah. Um, what What was your first interaction like? First interaction was very much like, you know, call time was this time, <laughs> you are late. <laughs> this is not the outfit uh-huh. we asked you to wear. <gasps> that was kind of, it was very, um, but you know, he's, like you said, you've seen photos of him. Mm-hmm. And he's he's actually the type that I would never go for. Oh. Because I don't like easy guys. Okay. Not easy guys. He was just like. I think the rest of the neighborhood ruined it for me. Okay. I live in Silver Lake. Sure. So he has that look of just like... Like a white hipster? White hipster, just good looking. Mm-hmm. Life must have been easy for you. Mm-hmm. you. There can't be anything interesting underneath. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes, absolutely. So I totally judged him like that. And I was like, I would, I would never. You're just another pretty face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then who asked who out? I guess... I guess we just started flirting on set that day, and then uh, I think I asked him out, actually. Oh. Yeah. I just was like, I just went against my gut. (laughs) And how long have you been together? We've been together now, I think, four years. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. So, four years, (laughs) that means before that you could have been on the apps. I don't know how long apps have been around. Not that long, actually. Now it's like every day. We we hear about it. We talk about it. Yeah. Everyone's on the apps, yeah. you know? But it actually, like, I feel like Tinder just kind of became a thing when when we had met. Oh, okay. Me and my husband. So maybe like four or five years ago. I mm-hmm. might be wrong. So you've never been on an app? I Yeah, I guess I haven't. No, no. Wow. Gotta yeah. say, you are... Very blessed. I sound like an asshole. I feel like an asshole. We met on set. We met on set. He was too hot for me. (laughs) (laughs) Dumb shit. Yeah, I never had to do Tinder. Uh, I did Craigslist, though. You did Craigslist? I did Craigslist. Okay. I don't know. (laughs) I've done, okay, so I did, I've done, yes, I've done Craigslist. I don't know why I'm thinking about it. I've definitely done Craigslist. (laughs) I'm like, oh, oh, maybe, oh, oh. No, definitely have. Uh, did you have any success on Craigslist? Well, so what were you doing on Craigslist? Is it to date or just to hook up with people? To hook up with people for money because <laughs> I needed to pay my rent and I was living in New York and it was hard. I once let a man draw me uh, while Ooh. I was just wearing a Hello Kitty sweatshirt. Respect. And I was 20 years old and now <laughs> I understand that maybe that wasn't okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just like Titanic style, but the Hello Kitty yes, was. Yes, it was like a little Hello Kitty hoodie. Yeah. was uh, his thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he said he would give me the drawing, but he never gave it to me. So there (laughs) just might be a drawing of me nude wearing a Hello Kitty hoodie floating around the world. Just on eBay? Ooh, yes. I mean, how wild. 
Yeah, but you got that cash money. I did. I got my, I think it was $300. Yeah. Because my rent was only 500 So I was like, I can't ask for all of my rent, which is stupid in hindsight. I should have just been like, give me $500. Now you know your worth. Now I know my worth. You asked for you double. Naked, I will do it for free because I am desperate. <laughs> but maybe I'll ask you for $500. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. No, I mean, okay. So that's like semi, That's that, that was just services. That was services. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I was giving just free services. Ah, I don't so you know. were dating. I, th- I was just hooking up. I was just like, let's did hook up. Did you post the ads or are you answering ads? I was answering ads. I did post a couple, but then I don't know. I got kind of scared because I was like, well, you have to put a, you know, if you're in casual encounters, which mm-hmm. RIP no longer a thing. Oh, really? Casual encounters they got rid of. What? I don't know. But what- you can offer ladies roses, which meant money. That's right. That's right. Yeah. No, I think they got rid of it for safety reasons. I don't know Fair. if it was like the Craigslist killer. That Craigslist killer a few <laughs> years back was very attractive. Oh, okay. See, I never even saw him. Was, was he? I thought he was pretty hot. I was like, you know what? Not everyone on Craigslist will be a killer, but also not everyone on Craigslist will be as attractive as the Craigslist killer. Okay, so he's like hot for a killer? I think so. On Craigslist. I think so, <laughs> yes. Is it like Ted Bundy? People are saying Ted Bundy's hot because he was a mass murderer, like well, he, I think serial he killer? more attractive than Ted Bundy. I oh. don't find Ted Bundy attractive. I didn't think so either. But and like apparently women would like go to court just to like watch him. <laughs> yeah, see, that's like... There's a bit of a, it's got to be a little bit of the star fucking thing. It's not because you really think he's that hot, right? I don't know. I don't know what the people the are crazy. Is. There are so many people, like, wasn't, what's his name? The Manson Man. Didn't he get, like, a bunch of people, to, like, women to kill for him? For sure, yeah. Which yeah. is, like, Charles. bananas. No, for sure. The things that, like, men, mediocre dudes mm-hmm. can convince people to do. Is wild. I'm, I'm like, wait, hold on. Not even for money? <laughs> So that he would smile at you sometimes? Yeah. No, that crazy you. face? Uh-uh. Mm-mm, it's With not worth it. a tattoo in the middle of his fucking head? No. Have you seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or whatever? I haven't seen it yet. No. My have... roommate saw it, and he was like, there was a scene where they were like going to kill in the Hollywood Hills. Yeah. And I couldn't help but thinking, Nicole would never be in the Manson family. <laughs> She would complain the whole time up that hill or just go home. And I was like, uh-huh. yeah. See, some people are more susceptible to joining cults and mm-hmm. you are not because no. you were raised right. You have the good, you have good instincts. And I'm lazy. If I have to walk upstairs or a hill to murder, you better believe I'm not going to do it. Screw it. I agree with you. Ugh. Doing you, exercise to do a crime? Get out of here. Get out of here. For what? I, again, a that crazy guy smile. to smile at you? <laughs> to be like, hey, Nicole, I value you. And I might fuck you, too. <laughs> it's like, I guess I'll murder with the promise that he'll fuck me? <laughs> Ugh, I could never. I'm too... Life is too long. Let's to just <laughs> hang a wish on a murderer's... <laughs> I agree. On a oh, this is just the BT dubs, but the street I live on, one of the Manson murders happened on Whoa. Waverly Drive. I think it was like the second one or something, the band or something. Anyhow. People, there are so many murder houses in L.A. There are a lot of murder houses in L.A. This one is actually up for sale recently. I think that's how I found out. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shoot. This was, I didn't know I was living on that street. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's having a hard time selling. I think because cults are back. Oh. And the conversation of the zeitgeist. Well, I mean, Nazis are back. Why why shouldn't cults, <laughs> you know, come back into the into the party? 
I'm really sore right now. I keep moving and my body hurts. Oh, I'm I sorry. took a twerk class yesterday. Twerk class? Yes. You twerk all the time on your Instagram with your granny, and it's so <laughs> fucking cute. Grandma is a star. She I is. I love it. Does she live with you? No, she lives really close to me, like 20 uh, minutes away. And so I try to see her as much as I can. That's she so raised sweet. me. She raised me, and now she's she is she's the star in the family. She's so fun, and she loves you too, actually. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Uh, I think I messaged you that. that. Oh, maybe you did. And I think I was like, please tell her I love her because if she's not dancing, she has this smile on her face where she's like, I'm just <laughs> truly happy to be here. Yeah, she, I love her. She seems like she's got like a really sunny disposition. She's very sunny. She knows what it's. I mean, she raised me. She raised my mom mm-hmm. and two other kids, uh, all like her. So this is dark, but her husband was murdered. Oh, dang. And then my dad wasn't in the picture either. So I grew up in a matriarchy. It was just mm-hmm. grandma, mom, and me. Um, and uh, grandma never dated or anything. So I think oh. this is like her coming out now as an 84-year-old mm-hmm. woman. Like, I just took care of people all my life. Mm-hmm. Now, now I'm going to have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm going to, you know, I hope people comment on my twerking you know style on instagram on your instagram you know that's i love it it's her time yeah it's her time to shine it's her time to shine you're never too old to fucking stun on a bitch so where did you take your twerking class how was it i took it at this place called in north hollywood Uh uh-huh and i've taken two classes before the first one was a lot of white women, and it was real wild to walk into a twerk class and be like, so many white ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the the last couple ones I've been to have been a little bit more diverse, which was nice. A little bit, like, uh, mm-hmm. many different body types, which I like. Yeah. Uh, and then my teacher is this woman, Veronica, who I love her so much. She's very supportive. Oh, And good. a lot of people in fitness are very dismissive to different bodies and, yes. uh, and like, just fat people. But, like, last night she said something that really I just enjoyed. And she's like, it's a twerk class. Like, having a body helps you Uh, twerk. uh Having, like, a little butt helps you. Like, more of a butt helps you twerk. Uh, So this is a class where we celebrate curves. And we're all like, yay! Gorgeous. (laughs) Love it. But my whole body is fucking sore. You, I will, I'll give you all the information because I think you might enjoy it. Yeah, you'll I know. Be, you're very good at it. Well, let's go. I mean, I'm not, I, see, I, I like to do it in the privates of my home mm. because I don't want to, and twerking give ups to, it's black women that invented it, not Miley Cyrus. And <laughs> it's this, <laughs> so I like to like, I just kind of learned, you know, quietly mm-hmm. in the comforts of my home. So I, I feel weird about, I don't want to be like, you know, me and all these Beckys being like, mm. Mm-hmm. We were gonna learn this, borrow it, and and bust out in the twerk <laughs> next time we're at the at the club. <laughs> I think it's fine if you do it. I think it's a dance for everybody. Yeah, you know. I think as long as you, you know. <laughs> yeah. When Miley was twerking, it was a little. It was strange. Yeah, M- Miley was twerking because Miley was. Uh, it felt dangerous, like she was gonna attack people with uh-huh. it or something. As long as it doesn't feel like yeah, that. Yeah, as long as it doesn't feel. Insane. It was just. I don't want to talk shit about Miley. But no, no, no. God it was bless a, her. It was a phase where she was twerking and she had drag queens on the stage and black people. And I was like, <laughs> "What is this?" Yeah, you know. And then she was like, "I'm gonna go away for a little bit and I'm gonna come back and I'm only gonna sing country and uh, where are my white people at?" And I was like, "This. Back- you can't go through ethnic phases. <laughs> We're not." Commodities that you can gather know, up and then only discard. to come back to your roots. Yeah, you know, it's not how you gain. Uh, I didn't. Uh, 
It Look. makes me upset. Look, Justin Timberlake did it. And then he was like, you know what? After all these faces, I think I'm just the man of the woods. <laughs> and so I respected that. You know what I mean? Yep. But More I'm lumberjack. Like, Who's the man in the woods? Oh, it's so funny. My friend was like reposting uh, Jessica Beale's Instagram oh. post where she's like, I'm so proud of my man and his tour. I was like, he's on tour? She's like, I'm so proud of his new album. I was like, he had an album? I have not been keeping up on Justin Timberlake. Yeah. For good reasons. What a boring man. No offense, Justin, if you are a listener. <laughs> Come on in to baby. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Come in and explain yourself. And explain to me why you think you're interesting. Now you're back camping. I guess, you know, that's sometimes you need to like, you're like, oh, am I am I black? Am I urban? Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Only to be like, no, I'm white and I go camping. Yes. My album will be Man of Man the Woods. Man of the Woods. In fact, I love to camp. White people love, do you like to camp? No, never have I ever? I've never been like actual camping where I was like in a fucking tent on the ground. Mm-mm. I've stayed like at a campground where there's like, I think it's called an A-frame house. I don't fucking know. It wasn't for <laughs> oh. me. A-frame? A type of? It's like a out. It's a house, but like oh, uh-huh. bare minimum house. I don't really know. Bare minimum. See, people like minimalist styles and stuff. I, I used I'm to be minimal too. Yeah, I was like minimal. You mean I used to be minimalist too. Broke <laughs> yeah. and poor. <laughs> Nicole, here's the thing. I was undocumented for seven years. Oh, really? I lived in my uncle's garage and hiding with my grandma and my mom. Uh huh. I do not need camping. I do <laughs> thrills, thrills. I'm not. A, I don't get off on seeking thrills. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Thrills found me. Yeah. So I mean, that's you lived in a garage. I lived in my uncle's garage that's in West LA. Wild. Yeah, because it was like all that we could afford, and mm-hmm. then he was like, it wouldn't. It would. It would help to keep a low profile. Um, I'm sure I have. You know, some wall supporters who listen, and that's great. Oh, you look. believe what you want. Did you walk here or did you fly here? <laughs> I flew, bitches. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I hate to tell you, but the wall's useless. Uh, most undocumented immigrants fly here and overstay their visas. Yeah, that's yeah. What you're seeing that's uh, like perpetrated in the news is like everyone's walking here. These are people fleeing. Yeah. And a lot of people who come here and stay here aren't necessarily fleeing. They just come. Yeah. Like I have a a white friend who overstayed her visa from uh a European country. Yeah. And she's like, and I consistently work. I'm the one stealing jobs, but nobody (laughs) cares about me. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. I guess you can't just be white and steal from each other i don't know no yeah it's, in a way i'm kind of stoked that they're obsessed about the wall now and yes if you're a wall supporter awesome please stare at the wall as yeah, it gets built yeah. because then also, i'll just fly in my friends I believe the people who are in talks to build the wall is a company in mexico oh is that right i oh. think that's what i read somewhere oh wow no i was which aware. to me is beautiful <laughs> beautiful <laughs> Yeah, pay, <laughs> because initially it was Mexico will pay us to build the wall, which is right. insane. That's not how uh, anything works. Yeah. But it's like, we're going to pay Mexico to build this wow. wall. And then they're going to fly over it. Yeah. Like, we are, this yeah. is Fly maybe, over it. They got airports in Mexico. They, they got do. airports in El Salvador. Uh-huh. They got airports in all these places. They got airports everywhere. Yeah. And I feel like the history books will be like, these were the dumb years. <laughs> I'll say dumb. And you like flip over and I'll be like, back to normal. Right. <sighs> but in these exhausting. dumb years, Nicole, that's why we need to find you a partner. You know, uh, just this is a good time because you can weed people out easily. Yes, yes, yes. You know, 
I once fucked a Trump supporter because <laughs> I didn't know heading over, and he lived 25 minutes away from me. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh, I certainly am not driving back home without something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I just said to him, I was like, you have to be quiet. Mm-hmm. You just, you can't talk anymore. <laughs> and then I started thinking, I was like, I've been trying to write a joke about this. I've like, <laughs> fuck so many dudes just so they would be quiet. Oh, <laughs> It's like, you're saying the dumbest shit. Yeah. Well, you can't hear yourself. <laughs> oh, you're going to make me dry right up if you keep yammering. That's true. It's a good way to shut them up because they'll be busy. It's yes. Physical work. Yes. It's busy. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully you're just laboring to please <laughs> me. Um, are you a monogamist or a hookup pissed? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Wow. No. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a, what if my husband finds out this way that I'm like, a hookuperist. <laughs> well, I mean, like, before you got married. Right. Well, yeah, I guess I've kind of been a monogamist. Okay. Yeah. I have, I had just tiny spurts where I was just like, like, the whole city's mine, you know? And I would just go out, uh, mm-hmm. very, very risky times, you know? unprotected just ah. this and that I don't oh. care what public restroom oh. I don't know I don't care if I'm at a dirty nightclub in New York oh. yeah just no protection yeah I, w- I had phases like that um, but then uh, yeah I was always like a seven year relationship and then now mm-hmm. now I'm married kind of I feel like was my life has I feel been like my life. a lot of women uh, are either perpetually single or monogamists, yeah. serial monogamists who go from relationship to relationship. Yeah, I'm one of those who's perpetually single, but all of that's going to change after August 29th. Ooh, what's happening? It's my September. birthday. Yeah, and for whatever reason, I feel like this year I think I'm going to be 33 or 34. I don't know. Uh, this year is going to be my year. Yes. I'm going to find a partner. Uh, maybe not forever, but I'm going to spend a nice chunk of the year with them. Uh, and I don't know why I think this way. Nicole, I'm worried about your podcast. Well, no. It'll still, I'll still do it. <laughs> You'll still do it. It'll just, would you, it would be the same title. You can yes. get the same title. Why won't you date me? Yes. Well, the answer would just be because you're in a relationship now, Nicole. And I get to be like, ah, I get to hear those words every week. This is good for me. Right. Uh, But then also, I just like, I like hearing about relationships. I mean, I think the podcast would probably like evolve. Right. I wouldn't stop doing it. I like it. Why won't you date me? Because I'm taken. I love that. I love that as a, yeah. But then, I got so long. It's July. Oh, wait. Is it July? It's yeah. Is well, it actually, it's the end of July. Tomorrow. So I only have a month until until tomorrow, my honey. new my new day. I don't yeah. know. No, August 29th. I'm I'm gonna send the universe so many signals. Please, everyone listening, men. send send the universe signals to find me a partner by August 29th. Also, um, this year I've been like. Getting better at being alone, which has been exciting. Huh. Do you like being alone or do you I like do. being near people? Yeah, I, I like, I'm both. So whatever mm-hmm. that personality is, so a psychopath, I have no <laughs> idea. But I do love my moments alone. In the car, I'll eat uh-huh. alone in the car sometimes too. Oh. Yeah. So how did you figure out that you like your moments of being alone? This year, I've been on tour. I've been on tour almost every weekend since January. Mm-hmm. And at first I was like, oh boy. What a lonely existence because 
you like fly into town, do a show, you're still like revved up from the show, and then you're like, I don't really want to sit in the hotel bar. I'll go to my room. And then you're like, I'm alone. I don't. So I've just like <laughs> learned how to like channel my energy down after shows. Uh-huh. And then I've been trying to wake up early Got and it. like maybe walk around a little bit, do some work, and then just like really enjoy being like yeah. by myself. And then uh, when I get in front of a crowd, I feel like I can connect to them just like a little bit more because I've, you know, huh. connected with myself. Yeah. It's a real foo-foo fucking That's interesting. That's beautiful. Thing. I like that you said winding down your energy because it is true. It's after a show. Mm-hmm. I want to hang out. Yes. I want to drink. Yes. And I want to see people. Uh-huh. But it is about changing that energy. Uh-huh. To be like, no, I can just sit in my hotel room mm-hmm. and watch a show. Or, you know, think or like listen to your set again and be like, oh, maybe I'll do this the next day. Because what I would do is I would do shows, get wasted, sleep all day, do shows, get wasted. Yeah. And then I was like, well, who who is this good for? And then like getting sure. on a plane hungover? Are you kidding? I can't do that anymore. No, that Ugh. altitude. Ugh. Onto your head Ugh. when it's already pounding, yeah, dries you right up, and you're wow. you feel bloated, and it's terrible. Anyway, we you have f- to take a break. <laughs> Spring is the best time to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards whatever you're looking for. Okay, Peloton can accommodate your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Even if you only have five minutes, there's a class to get your body moving. And I have to stress how important that is. Five minutes is better than no minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and mood. Move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out. So you can just jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day because that's what it is, a journey. And listen, Peloton has everything you need to get to where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, uh, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton is something for you. Ooh, the Peloton classes I like to do are strength training. I also like the yoga because um, I'm always trying to get more flexible um, because I love doing splits because I'm slutty. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at (laughs) OnePeloton.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. 
Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho! <laughs> without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. And we're back. Um, Okay. So, you got married four years ago? I got married, well, no. So, I got married. Oh, no, you've been together for four we've years. We've been together four years. We got married in uh, 2017. So, oh, okay. two years ago. That's cute. Two years ago. Who's counting? It's because we don't count. I'm, I'm sure you're like, do you know if you <laughs> met? Because <laughs> I'm like, four years? I think it was four, five. I don't know, two years ago. The thing is, we try not to, we were not into like counting. Okay. And like, even the idea of marriage, we're trying to keep it like, it's not a huge deal, mm-hmm. you know, because it's whatever. We were just hopeless romantics. Mm-hmm. We weren't obsessed. None of us, neither of us were, marriage wasn't important. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. And so counting it or like celebrating every month. You know how some couples celebrate every month or together? It's our second month anniversary, <laughs> and I'm so glad that day that loves me. Yeah, I just think that it's a, it's a headache and actually mm-hmm. causes more fights to be like. To be like counting. Yeah, because if you remember and they don't remember or vice versa, and you're like, well, you don't care about me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, as long you should be having fun. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I'm, I'm not sure how long. <laughs> oh, it's fine. Two years. I like it. Two years. Years. Did you get married here or? We got married in Highland Park in Los Angeles. Is he from L.A.? He's from Texas. He's oh, okay. like Southern, white, you know, father is a televangelist. Oh, wow. On TV. Really? Every night. Cool. <laughs> Mega church. Whoa. Did you, did you grow up in church? I did grow up in church, but mega churches are fascinating to D- me. Yeah, different kind. Fascinating because yeah. they have thousands of you know, followers and whatnot yeah. who are like giving this church money. So then the church has so much money. Right. And then the minister makes so much money. Right. It's a lot of money. Yeah. That's wild. A lot of money from that. That Christian networks uh-huh. have a lot of money. Yeah. So he's part of the, you know, the, uh, do you know Jimmy Swaggart? 
No. So he was a preacher before Billy Graham. Also like oh, a okay. huge, huge evangelist. I know Billy uh, Graham. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, well, you know, Jimmy had to go away for a little bit because he was caught with hookers. But uh, wait, is he, was he married to um, Tammy? Tammy Bake? Tammy? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I don't know. I, I actually don't know who his who oh, his okay. wife is. Because there's like a couple ones who like went down for like being with hookers and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. I yeah. think it's so interesting that mega churches <laughs> still exist when it's like, well, a lot of them aren't. Tell, they're not walking the walk. No, totally. Yeah, they're totally like they were helping. You know, they were on Craigslist mm-hmm. or wherever. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. But um, yeah, it's it's about like the culture and it's it's almost celebrityhood. I mean, I've seen my father-in-law preach. Mm-hmm. You know, in the mega church, and I'm just like, God, he gets so much more stage time than me. <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing that bothers me. I'm just kidding. But That's so funny, he gets more stage time than an me. hour a night. Yeah, that's more stage time than anybody. Yeah, that's a lot of. That's stage a lot of time. An hour a night televised. Reaching How many, many nights people. a week? Five nights a week. Five nights a week. Yeah. Yeah, I would say he probably gets a little bit more stage time than me. That's a lot of material. uh, These clubs sometimes are like, do 50 minutes. And you're like, okay. Yeah, totally. But how many laughs per minute minute is he getting? You know what I'm saying? Mm, But how many amens per minute am I getting? Uh, More? (laughs) I mean, I only amen anytime you do a set, to be honest. (laughs) Anytime Nicole's in the room, it's a laugh at half laughs, half amens. Uh, Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Um. Can I ask, as a Asian American woman? Well, no, I guess. Are you Asian American? Yeah. Wait, how do you become American? Am I American? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's a good question. It's something I struggled with. I feel like I recently just started calling myself Asian American, mm-hmm. <clears throat> just because I am an American now. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So yes, you are. Yes. Yeah. So you are Asian American. Yeah. Do you find that before you settled with your husband, that people would fetishize you? There was that for sure, mm-hmm. yeah, and it's it's the stamidia, and mm-hmm. I don't know, and the bangs. I have no idea. And the bangs. <laughs> Did it? Bo- does it bother you? I think that like it's 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 not recommended. You know, <laughs> like don't be walking around like doing that to anybody uh-huh. and making anybody you know a category because that's you know being like you're different, you're an other, and mm-hmm. so. Even if it's like, but it's a compliment. I like you because of it. Yeah. But you're still like putting people outside of the box. Yes. Whether it's like because you like their hair a certain mm-hmm. way or whatever. It's just weird. I feel conflicted because I know if someone's dating me, obviously they're into blackness and fatness. Like you have to be if that's what, if you're going to date me. But it's when someone says it aloud and I'm like, oh, <laughs> maybe you've thought about it more than I've thought about it and I'm living in it. Yeah. Like uh, this man messaged me and was like, uh, it was a, a wild message. It was like, I want to lick your pussy. Uh-huh. I'm into, oh wait, what do you say? He's like, I have jungle fever and oh. I love a big black pussy. And I was like, see, he should have well. stopped that. I, I want to lick your pussy. Yeah. Either way, that was, that was like a pretty forward yes. thing to say too, but. Could have stopped you there. added <laughs> so much to it and made me. I was just like, well, that doesn't make me feel good. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, all pussies equal. Just say, yeah, I agree with you. Just say uh, you want to eat my puss. Yeah. So you would do, you know, I've heard, I've, I've heard you, your openings and you joke like, and I would date you even if you wanted to fuck my kneecap or whatever. <laughs> 
But you're I, saying you do have, uh, you do draw lines. <laughs> I will draw a line, and the line is, uh, you cannot fetishize me in a way that makes me uncomfortable. It is interesting to be like, if it's more than what I, like, only I can say it. Yes. <laughs> Said out loud, not you. Yes. No, no, no. Yeah, it is a weird thing where it's like, I can be like, I I love me. I am proud to be Asian American. Mm-hmm. But if you're proud, if you're more proud that I'm Asian American than I am, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's very weird because I've never said to like any man, ooh, we, I can't wait to <laughs> suck your white dick. Hopefully you pull down your pants and it's so white it's translucent. <laughs> Do you know what pepper is? Like I know because then you're just a vampire, you know. Then <laughs> that's just like translucent, suck the blood, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh boy, there's this. You said suck, suck the blood, and it reminds me of this Big Sean song uh-huh. where the chorus is, uh, "Oh God, what is it? <laughs> I want to quit my job and fuck. If I could quit my job and fuck you all day, shit, I would. Yeah, I would." And there's a like a line in it where she goes, the girl featuring is like, I want to suck the soul out your dick. And it's my favorite song in the whole world. And I want it played at my wedding. Oh, yes. I want to suck the soul out of Uh your dick. I see it. I feel the I feel the imagery. Yes. That's dark. That's deep. It's very deep. And it's Mm -hmm. just like, that's love. That is <laughs> that's that is love. that is that someone wants to quit their job and fuck you all day. That's love. <laughs> then she wants to suck your soul out. Yeah, passion, oh, passion. I love that. Yeah, it makes me so happy. Nothing left in that person. While you were um, uh, cruising Craigslist looking for dates, did you ever run into anyone that was terrible? Have you been on any terrible dates? Well, see, these the the thing was it wasn't dates. It was just like we were just down oh, to fuck. Truly we were just, just hooking up. Hooking up. Ah. Yeah. So maybe that's where I went wrong with my single phase. Mm-hmm. Was like I wasn't I think I wasn't trying to date. I was like, these are just hookups. Mm-hmm. Um so I don't think I met anyone terrible. Um No, I, I got lucky. You know, I had to be careful because then the Craigslist, the Craigslist killer was mm-hmm. out there. And here I was just like driving up to people's randoms ho- random homes. And the only way I kind of like justified it for myself, mm-hmm. I was like, sure, the casual encounter section can be dicey because you're showing up to some dude's house to hook up. Mm-hmm. But the for sale section can be dicey, too, because mm-hmm. you're showing up at a stranger's house you to are buy, correct. buy what an antique stove. Uh-huh. There is a story oh. about a pregnant woman going to buy baby clothes from someone's house oh, shoot. that she found on Craigslist. Uh-huh. Knock, knock, knock on the door. Lady answers the door, fucking stabs her, cuts her baby out of her, ah! disposes her body, and then brings the baby to the hospital and is like, oh, my, I think my baby's sick. And it's like, yeah, the baby's sick <laughs> because the baby hasn't seen a doctor since it was born because you cut it out of the mother. Oh. And then I don't know how they like pieced it together. Uh, they were like, this isn't your baby. And she was like, ah, you got me. I don't know how the, I don't know how the story oh, ends. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then there's another insane baby story. Oh. We're really just going on tangents. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, okay, this man... <laughs> His mom died. He's 37. I heard about this. And then he found out that his mother was keeping his older sister, who was a dead baby, Baby. in the freezer for 37 years. And the mother said that it was a wedding cake topper. Also, (laughs) also, 
He said it was in every freezer I remember growing up, which <gasps> means Mumsy is just <laughs> just transporting a different moving. Scene. A dead baby popsicle from oh. freezer to freezer. See, I didn't know all the details. I had I had only oh. tapped into the story once they found uh-huh. they found the baby. It was his older sister, mm-hmm. so she died at birth, maybe. I think so. And I haven't gotten into the ins and outs of. And she said, "Hell no, she will live forever." I guess in the freezer in my fro in a frozen form. It worked. I mean, the baby was still intact. Oh, was it? I mean, right? Or I think it was mummified. So mummified. that means intact. Yes, sure. Like it wasn't like dust. No, uh, but it was. You could tell it was a baby. Obviously, imagine was- being like, "Well, mom's dead." <laughs> She was always like, it's a wedding cake topper, don't touch it. Yeah, so I want to see the wedding cake topper. This is my immigrant coming out, but like, what is a wedding cake topper? Because I saw that and I was like, okay, what is that? It must be a thing white people Mm -hmm. tell each other and they they believe it. (laughs) Because what is a wedding cake topper topper that you keep for 37 years? uh, So you're supposed to keep, I think you're only supposed to keep it for like a year. Okay. So it's the top layer of a like a traditional tiered wedding cake oh. and it has the two figurines. Oh, got like, it. Like uh, the, the bride and the groom figurines or whatever. So yeah. you cut the, the top little piece of cake uh-huh. and then you can keep it in your freezer. And I think you're only supposed to keep it for like oh. a year. Okay. So on your one year anniversary, you like thaw it out and eat it. Got it. So Which either is, like, way, insane. that is still a crazy thing to keep for 37 for, years. I think so. Okay. Yeah. So, so if, like, it's not like all these families are out there being like, no. oh, honey, that's a wedding cake topper. No. When uh, we sold my dad's house, there was no wedding cake toppers in our <laughs> freezer. Okay. Because, yeah, because it expires. It's yeah, no longer edible. You can only keep things in the freezer for a very, like, not a short amount of time, but you have to, like, make sure it's, like, vacuum sealed and shit. Right. Right. Like, my mom would store... Not <laughs> like meats. She would like uh, yeah. She would marinate meats and put them in the freezer. Yeah, yeah, like a normal person. That's like normal, yeah, yeah. Oh boy, no, the world's getting that. wilder That's and crazy. wilder. Oh and then God. today, I saw a kid had like five hundred teeth removed from his cheek. Excuse me. It was like a kid in India. He had a bunch of teeth in his cheek. Five hundred, something like that. It was a, like a real wild number. Oh my God! See, and people made fun of me for getting on Craigslist. They're like, "You're crazy. You're crazy." No, the world is the crazy. the world is crazy. People have cheek teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. No. Fuck that. But also, Craigslist is very similar to Tinder now. Like I'm swiping on these people that are strangers, and then I'm meeting them. Yeah. Either at their homes or in public. Yeah. It's yeah. easy breezy. That's why there's Raya where you can, you know, what? It's is this does it feel like it's actually more um vetted? No. Because it's, you no. know, supposedly No, Raya is a, a false dream that people are trying to perpetuate that it's a that exclusive. it's a, a, an exclusive thing. It's a real treat to be on it. Yeah. Uh, it's not a treat. I don't like it. Yeah, and do you want to be in a relationship necessarily with someone in the same industry? Maybe. Um, that might make I go back and forth on that. Mm-hmm. I think dating an actor might be insufferable because <laughs> to be an actor, you have to inherently be really self-absorbed because sure. you have to have a delusion that you're going to get this job out of a thousand people. And then when you get there, you're going to be so good at it. Uh, <laughs> and then you're like obsessed with your looks and how you look on camera. You love talking about yourself. I mean, I love talking about myself. I have a whole podcast where I talk about myself. Yeah, but you leave space for other people to talk too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I try. And there's self-reflection because you're a comedian. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I agree, and I like comedians more. <laughs> I like comedians, but then I'm also 
in a way I'm like, comedian, not all of us are broken, not not everyone, but a lot of people are broken and sure. a little crazy. So I'm like, I don't know if I want to date a comedian. I want to date like a producer or a director mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. someone or like a camera op, like someone who has uh Long days gets what I do, but doesn't necessarily right. do what I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like someone who works a graveyard shift. <laughs> I'm just yes. kidding. Well, now that's just different. Well, I'm out at the nighttime. So, yeah, if you work at night, we can, yeah. you know, sleep until noon. Yeah. And then, uh, I, I think know. prime time when we've exchanged messages, it has been like three in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. is uh, how I communicate with most people. Yeah. Do you know Kim New Money? Yes. Yeah. So, Kim and I are working on uh, a book together. I know. And I only text her at like 3 a.m. And she's always awake. Yeah. I feel like a lot of creative people are just awake late. We're awake late. Yeah, we're awake late. And then the morning hits and it hurts. Man. It burns my skin. I once said to my therapist, I'd like to sleep forever. And she was like, I'm not worried. I understand it. (laughs) Mornings are so hard. Yeah, mornings are hard. It's so hard to just like get up and live. Yeah, for me, only the, the bad things in my life have only happened during the day. I agree. And my dad used to say that bad things happen at night. And I was like, mm, yeah, good things happen for me. I have shows. People laugh. Uh, exactly. I fuck. Yeah. I don't think I've ever fucked during the day. Yeah. That's not it doesn't happen. If it, it's sweatier, the sun's mm-hmm. staring at you. Uh, yeah, only bad things have happened to me during the day. My dad left during the day. Whoa. Yeah, I remember. Uh, and then uh, when... Did he say he was leaving or he just leave? It was this thing where we had a... It was a handoff. So it, it was me and my dad mm-hmm. met my mom and grandma at a park. He handed me over to them. And then I never saw him again. And then we were... And then we we got on the plane to come here. During the day, too. Mm-hmm. A lot of traumatic things. And then that's when we, we became undocumented because mm-hmm. we overstayed our visas. So, yeah. I'm a nighttime gal, too. Dang. Yeah. Imagine just being handed off. Well, you don't have to imagine. It happens. <laughs> I, yeah. Just being like, okay, bye-bye. And you're like, bye-bye? Just All right. Off. I know. I know. Because it was this thing. They weren't very. They were like, we'll plan it. You know, you guys go on some, go on the swings, you uh-huh. know. And, and when she turns around, I'll be gone. And I'm like, yeah, but then, like, how do you deal with the rest of the playtime? Have you spoken to your dad since or no? I have. I have. Yeah. We're actually close now. Mm -hmm. It's complex. There was more than just him leaving that was happening. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is he over here or is he still in? He's in Indonesia. Oh. Yeah. So he far. Yeah. Yeah. That's real far away. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't have, like, great, like, relationship models Mm -hmm. in my life. So, yeah. But. (laughs) <laughs> I think you won. You're married and you seem very happy. I'm married. I'm happy. I want to give it to other people. I I, I feel <laughs> I feel weird talking about my marriage, I think, because it sounds it sounds like I think I feel silly. I feel silly Why? being like, oh, you know, yeah, I'm happily married. Again, it's the going back to like, we met, we clicked, it was mm-hmm. fine, he was hot. Like, you know, I know it's a privilege to be able to have Mm -hmm. a happy marriage. So, I mean, I think you should consider yourself very lucky. And I think you should be proud that you are in a happy relationship. I didn't do anything. I just showed up one day. Yeah, but like sometimes that's all you have to do. All you have to do is show up and be present. And I think that's, I think it's a, 
I think it's an accomplishment to be in a like a fulfilling, happy relationship because a lot of people want that or can't seem to find it or stay in bad situations. So I don't know. I think it's cool. Look, that's respect too. August 29th. Yeah. If you're listening. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, wait, yeah, this will yeah. be after August 29th. So whatever. You still could hope and wish. I'm going to be sending people in the cold's way. Well, does your husband have any friends? He does have friends. Yeah. In fact, he does. Single friends. Thanks for reminding me. He does have friends, and he should hang out with them more. That's a, just a side note. Well, no, but. set me up with some of his single friends. Yeah. That's yeah. so funny that you were like, he does have friends. He should hang out with them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I like that you didn't ask if I have any friends, because that would mean that it we're co- it's comedians. And, you know. Well, I, I figured it'd probably we, be more. It would com- be the same people. Friends. Yeah. I'd be like, yep, I know that person. It would be people that you have possibly thought about mm-hmm. and purposely avoided. Mm-hmm. So why would I bring them back in your life? And I'm also waiting for people to like get divorced because I think that's going to be happening soon. That is a thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. divorces, very high rate. I think 50% of marriages get uh-huh. div- right in, in the U.S., you know? Yeah. So. And I'm waiting for those divorces to roll on in, baby. And then I'll cash in. I'll get me a man. <laughs> yes. Are your parents still together? No. Oh, well, not. technically. Okay. Technically. Because they did. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, so uh, my mom died, and then my dad died. Uh, my dad never remarried. Got so, it. So, I don't know. Yeah. And I went to uh, I went to um, a whatchamajiggy, a, not a reader, a oh. medium, who was like, I was like, they still together? Uh, what's up? And he was like, spirits and entities, and they float. And I was like, oh, uh-huh. I don't have time for this bullshit. They didn't tell you? No, because nobody can tell you what happens in the afterlife. But I thought that's what, so, so that's, what's the medium's job then? To tell you what happens in the afterlife. But it's all, <laughs> it's all a lie. I hope you got a discount <laughs> if all she said was spirits and floaties. Uh-huh. Excuse me? I didn't get a discount. <sighs> Her rumpf. No, I'm thinking about seeing someone like that, actually, like a psychic. Or... I don't think you should waste your time. <laughs> I'm curious. Maybe I just need material. But <laughs> yeah, you're right. Astrology is enough. So can I ask you a question? Yes, of course. If you were married already, uh, would you date me? Of course. Yay! Nicole, yeah. I jump on it. I mean... Assuming that you'd be down, too. Yeah. That's very in, 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 important for me in a relationship. <laughs> is that the other person wants to be with me, too. Yeah. <laughs> that was a very sweet, wholesome response. I loved it. <laughs> Do you have any... We've come to the end. Yeah. Do you have anything you would like to promote? Well, I have, you know, my weekly podcast, Let's Go Watsko, which comes out every Friday. Mm-hmm. And it's a live show once a month at the Dynasty Typewriter. And uh, by the time this comes out, I think Nicole's episode that is from the live show with Andy Richter and Sashir Zamata will be out. So oh, Andy will be there? Andy Richter, yes. Andy will be there. Um, and uh, so listen out for it. It's called Let's Go Watsko. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. It was a real treat. It was a real treat. You're a real treat. Oh, thank you. And if you like this episode of Oh, I Won't You Date Me, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or something. And you can send me a nasty little DM or you could tweet it at me like this person did. 
Um, <laughs> and I'll read it. So this person said, here goes nothing. I want to dress up like a giant big dick spider and chase you down the streets of L.A. screaming naked. Then I'll squirt spider fluid onto that big velvety dark chocolate ass. I've never said <laughs> anything like this. So I won't say your name, but thank you very much. That was uh, very <sighs> silly. Let's see. Do I have another one? <laughs> I think I do. Okay, this one. Uh, all I know is butt stuff, so I want to shove all those products you endorse, i.e. Quip, those vitamins, <laughs> those bras, <laughs> etc., up your ass, and maybe you'll poos it too. Then use you as a carry-on and stow you in <laughs> an overhead bin. What? That's a murderer. That's Yes, why? <laughs> you would have to really chop me up to get me in an overhead bin. Also, I think I would be over the weight limit. Like, that's, that, honestly, my friend, thank you for sending it, but you better believe that's a bad plan. <laughs> thank you again. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. bye. has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.